Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Decade's Best Podcast. This podcast looks at the best films of 2010 to 2019, picked by me and discussed with our friends of Middle of Road. Ben is joining me again this week for another um, first viewing. This one for the film Under the Skin, which I recommended to him after we had him watch Black Swan for the first time a couple episodes ago. We were talking about getting him to see another crazy kind of psychological uh, fucked up movie. (laughs) I thought this one would fit the bill. Under the Skin is a movie that has only grown on me over the with each viewing of it. Uh, Jonathan Glazer directed this. Scarlett Johansson stars in it, and it's a sci-fi meditation on humanity. We watch an alien first stalk a stalk humanity and then want to become a part of it. And there's a lot of subtext we can dive into, but that kind of subtext is actually, I'm not someone who needs like so much messaging in a movie and so much, like it's got to have a deeper meaning. I could just enjoy the hell out of something and think it's great. But I think this movie is transfixing and has so much great things going on under the surface as well. But I want to let Ben tell us what he thought about it on his first time seeing it. Well, like you said, this is definitely a fucked up movie. And I I haven't seen her, but uh, out of every Scarlett Johansson movie I've seen, this is easily her best performance. Like, she's she doesn't really speak that much. She's great in her. uh, She's just a voice in her, but she's great in her. But um, I agree with you there. I think this is her best stuff. And I mean, it's hopefully I don't sound like weird saying this, but it's like she's she is a very, very beautiful, attractive woman. Mm-hmm. But with this the, this performance, she's able to like turn off her attractiveness, just like full stop. There are moments where it's just like, oh, yeah, she's not a person right now. She is. Well, whatever the fuck that thing is like. And it just <laughs> it's and it's crazy because it'll, it'll be like in the same shot. She'll go from like. You know, she's a very sexual being to, mm-hmm. holy shit, like like an actual monster kind of thing. Like this uh-huh. inhuman thing. And it, it just, I, I was blown away by that. I also loved the, the way it uh, shows her consuming her prey. Like just mm-hmm. the, the, the water the, and, you know, men are sinking trying to get after her and it, it's kind of like this weird reversal, like, you know, you know, women are always told to, you know, put mace in your purse, be safe, like, don't mm-hmm. go to dark alleys alone. But no one, no one really tells young men that. And I think yeah. it's like, well, this is what we need to be afraid of. Because I don't know, man, if this kind of shit ever turns out to be real, I, Jesus Christ. I think that's one of the interesting things about the movie, right, though, is that this is a sci-fi fantasy is the only way a woman could really have this this kind of power over yeah like like sadly our society doesn't isn't built for this and we would never there's no movies like this really that gives a woman a chance to flip the role on them like this and 
yeah, I, I think that's one of the best parts of the movie is letting to see that role reversal play out and <laughs> how easily men would be duped into sinking into a abyss 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 to because a pretty a pretty lady batted their eyes at them so also like when the other guy sees was it the jogger or whatever and he's just like the floating sack of skin um yep one of the most terrifying images yeah. ever put on film and then just like gets like sucked yeah. up that jump scare like i actually jumped out of my church so like, <laughs> jesus christ and it's like the only thing in that movie that has that kind of jump uh-huh and god damn, it's executed so well. The sound effect there is, I don't even know what it is, but it makes your skin crawl. Like, it's like the noise of his body popping and then disappearing and then floating away through the wall. I don't, I want to know how they shot that. I would love to see, like, the tests. Well, then it, and then it has the shot of, like, the trough uh, with all the blood in it. Like, yeah. Good God, uh, which was also just like a great, a great way to like symbolize. Yeah, she's basically just like leaving these guys as husks. Yeah, just eating all the innards and. Yeah, uh, I also I like you said like she kind of wants to be uh, a human by the end of it, and I loved that kind of. It's like this, this, this previously like emotionless, cold, monstrous being is having like a crisis. Like, an existential crisis, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it just wants to... It doesn't know what it wants to be. Well, it, it was it was, it was, was made, for one thing. And I just love that it finds out, like... It could be something else. How it starts else. to, like... It tries to play up to what society... Are, so, this is an alien observer who is pretending to be a, a attractive woman. And it's... I just love how the movie's commenting on... Well, this is what society would tell if an alien watched everything they could of our society. And this is like, well, you have to act this way if you're going to be a provocative woman. And it doesn't allow this woman to be introspective or think about herself. Because the first time she is, she's like literally burned alive. Like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) she tries to branch out on her own and she's punished for it, which is the fucking harsh reality of how dangerous our world is for a woman quite the gut punch of an ending yeah uh, and even even though it's the alien at the end you still feel sad for it i mean it's it's yeah i mean even after all the things it's done it's just kind of like it's it's a it's a living creature yeah it, it, it's it's why if a woman tries to be free the world's gonna some asshole's gonna try to some way burn it to down yeah burn it all back down yeah i and i and i also i forget i forgot but before i forget again i i texted you that when i was watching it like that sequence on the beach where she just watches mm-hmm. those people drown and then it's, sees yeah, the crying baby and then just leaves does she, she barely even she, she doesn't even acknowledge the yeah it's like, like she, she you could tell she hears it but she doesn't yeah. like care that it's there at all and then like the next scene is like you can hear a baby crying uh-huh. and i'm like oh did she put it in the back with her and then you see it's like a, a baby in a different car yeah and it's just this like nope not this kind of movie damn it and then the the alien <laughs> the alien the the whatever you the biker dude He's yeah, completely I, just, what is it, he? It, it, like, I, I that was the only thing I didn't. Well, he really... controls her. I mean, he, she, does he, he though? I felt like he was just following her and like cleaning up after her. Yeah, but he's in charge. I mean, there's the scene where he stares her down. She she's kind of distracted. She brings the dude back, and he's like not. 
quite sold on you know he's not like mesmerized by her that he walks into this shitty house and just that goes to his death he's kind of like questioning it a bit he he they're in control like i i think that is definitely supposed to be the case and the fact that he's a male is not a mistake there either yeah the the fact that these aliens have no sympathy for this crying baby uh, really hits home and you find out later on i guess i had always read it as he they found the baby i thought on the coast but apparently not they the baby died i think we're left to assume you hear a news story that yeah it's talks like about all three are missing found. yeah yeah but I, I i for whatever reason i thought they found the baby and then found the dad's body but uh yeah apparently nope everybody died because yeah. uh, i mean it was it was getting cold and dark <laughs> like yeah. the last time you see that baby that yeah yeah another fucking gut punch this movie approximately one babies were killed during this film <laughs> <laughs> so let's just get into it. we've you've mentioned two of the more memorable scenes of the movie already but what what really is there any imagery that really is going to stick with you well, actually actually pause what did you think of the latter half of the movie versus the first half of the movie? Because there is a clear delineage between... Yeah, where it's more uh, like she's just a heartless, evil mm-hmm. monster. And then it's like kind of gaining humanity in, yeah. in, in, in a sense. I liked it. I definitely liked the first half more. Mm-hmm. And I would have I would have loved if it had stayed that way throughout, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's more of a traditional kind of like... Well, I just or picture in the beginning for sure. But it's 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 also very rare that we have like a movie like this where it's completely through the eyes of you know the killer, the monster, the mm-hmm. the whatever, and there's no trying to like humanize it or explain. Well, it's doing it because you know X, Y, and Z. It's like no, this thing uh-huh. is just it's there and it's killing people and assumedly consuming them. Yeah. But I, and I I love that that there was the I didn't need a reason. I didn't need anything else. I appreciate the direction it took in that latter half, but I also mm-hmm. like. I I think it's 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 not as impressive as the first half, but I think um, I think like you were saying, the message it's trying to the message it's trying to convey, it needed to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the movie. I think both movies are as equally mesmerizing in their own ways. Um, the first half being this mesmerizing horror film, accompanied by I cannot not mention michael levy's incredible score for this movie yeah it's like the same song but played at like different tones and speeds it's <laughs> uh, amazing like yeah watching her like it can be kind of dancey like that one dude kind of dances to it for a second before going into the thing <laughs> yeah but it's also like terrifying at the same time and then it starts coming back to at the very end when things are going south yeah yeah but the i find the second half of the movie just as mesmerizing watching this like you said this thing this creature trying to discover what it really is like to be human and going through the the motions that it sees and it and it just it kind of doesn't want to be alone anymore either yeah. like it 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 sought it sought comfort within the arms of this like who the guy who might be the only good person in the whole movie i mean the rest of them the rest of them may not be awful people, but they were definitely fine with just having a one night stand with this uh-huh. woman they've never met. Whereas, this guy, though, tries to sleep with this woman who hasn't said a word to him in like forty eight hours. <laughs> that yeah, he found, but, like, lost but he, yeah, but at least he's taking care of her. I mean, he's. I mean, he. Maybe he is taking advantage of her in a sense, but I think it's also. I think at that point it felt like it was mutual, like. 
She, yeah, I mean, she, she was, was as into she was it as he was. For sure. Yeah, and I think I, I don't know if she was interested as like if it was she wants, you know, this room this relationship, or if it's just like, I want to see what it's actually kinda like to do this mm-hmm. when I'm not just like, I don't know, devouring the the, the person, you know? <laughs> there there's I kind of agree with it, the take that it's it's an interesting commentary on the good guy who's still trying to control women, even though they claim to be... Yeah, it's like he, he's... He doesn't do anything that's violent or harsh or... But but he, he, he definitely... definitely he like, enjoys controlling her, if that makes any sense. Like, he wants to be in charge of everything. And she doesn't have any autonomy in that situation. Well, I think, yeah. Yeah, she's giving herself over sexually. But at the same time, she has no exterior life either. She's just this little doll for him to play house with i guess i i didn't see it that deep of these from that guy's perspective mm-hmm. I, I mean yeah i i now that you you say it i could see it that way yeah. but I, to me it just felt more like he was a very you know simple i mean kind he's lonely himself person who, obviously yeah and i mean i think to me i think that was like a, a pure genuine care he had i mean there was definite uh-huh. lust in yes in his eyes and stuff but he i think he also you know, he liked her as as more than as more than just an object per se. Like, because he took care of her for so long, you know. And it's not like it wasn't like he was expecting her to do this just because of it, you know. It's interesting that this movie and the last movie we discussed, Inherent Vice, both of their big moments in the second half of the movie revolve around women being completely naked, but. It is not being sexualized, sexualized. at it's, all. It's, it's just about being vulnerable. And in, in this case, it's about exploration and under the skin where inherent vice is more just like she's it's like more she, a metaphor. Her, she's layering it all. Ba- yeah. She's literally burying her soul and everything like yeah. there's nothing to hide behind. It's exactly. Yeah. She's like as transparent as she can both mm-hmm. physically and emotionally be. Yeah. I, I just I think some snaps to both of those directors for not taking advantage of their the sexuality that they they both of those scenes could have gone way differently quite quite different creepier ways and I think are both handled quite excellently by their uh, respective filmmakers so I I guess I distracted myself a little bit what is your standout sequence in this movie I mean, is it the beach scene yeah or, I think like yeah. that that is genuinely haunting like mm-hmm. i that was the one when i left the movie or when i not left but you yeah. know i yeah. closed my amazon <laughs> um that one is the one that kind of left me shaking a little bit like jesus yeah and i mean the 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 sequence where the alien is holding the human head and it's kind of blinking too that's just more of a visual mm-hmm. thing but that really messed with me too how did you feel about the sequence with for uh, lack of a more appropriate word, the deformed man who, who I think is actually. Let me look up his name. I think he's an actor. He's actually been in some stuff since. And too. I think he does. Like I, I was reading about him. Apparently, he he does like he does talks about people with uh, or about his, um, his, uh, his uh, disability. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they handled that really well. I um, I thought it was interesting that he was the only one she didn't really. That she was intimate with and she didn't consume. Uh-huh. I I don't understand why she didn't consume him really. Like, I mean, I, mean, I, I think it's, she's like, just, it's just about her, her, it, she finally, bro- she found 
empathy and humanity, you know, like it had slowly. Like, do you I think, think it's like she felt pity it. for this guy? And then I don't think it's even pity. It's just because like, I was. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't I, feeling that. I just I don't no, really know. I think what she just finally it. realizes like. All right. These are people. You know, like I, she understands they're not just pieces of meat that she's throwing away. Like, I, I guess that's part of it because he's also like the only, the only one she talks to that's kind of like you know calm and shy, and mm-hmm. he's not, you know, he's not ogling her or anything. Uh, the opening sequences of those movies too have a real authenticity to them, and that's because they like rigged this. That was her just driving around talking to random people. Much of the like, some of the people that even get in the car are not actors. They didn't know. So she Scarlett Johansson just picking up regular dudes on the street in uh, where where uh, they're Glasgow, I believe. (laughs) That's awesome. Which is great. I like. I think they they mined the perfect amount of material for that, and she is so good at like picking up these guys and playing the part. And um, like I said, the 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 guy with the 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 tumors he he was an actor that was cast for i mean yeah. it was that was part of the thing but but by the time you get to that it feel all feels so authentic yeah anyways. like so genuine yeah yeah it, you you could be mistaken that she is just finding another random guy on the street so uh, adam pearson is his name by the way yeah i the, the beach sequence is phenomenal but i i think i have to give the any time we step into the black room is just, just so, so incredible good. Yeah. stuff. The from the music to the imagery to the reflectiveness to the the guys just sinking into the water and, well, she, and like, they're like willingly sinking. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they can't even they can't even look away from her. Yeah. It's, uh, those are the I I you know I still think about that stuff all the time. The music actually might stick with me the most <laughs> out of the I, I will yeah find it's, myself the score is just that terrific. little that little the string that you know it's uh yeah it's really really good stuff jonathan glazer does not make enough movies i and i this was i was looking this up earlier and i I guess it's it was a bomb like it didn't it was like a critical success but it was a financial failure it was like when a24 was turf's first uh, yeah i a big deal and I think it did fine for what, but I mean, it was I, an art house. It's an art house movie that made art house money, basically. When so. I when I saw the when I saw a twenty four pop up, I was just like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be good. I'm I'm up for this." <laughs> like, because like I I don't think any other studio like consistent like has the same consistency with horror movies. Like I don't like all of them. I wasn't a fan of Neon Demon. You know, I don't really care for um. Yeah, I don't think Neon Demon's a twenty four. It is. Oh no, that's Amazon. Excuse me, um, but there's one. Oh, uh, it comes. It, it, comes, it comes at, at night. night. I yeah. hated that one. But every other A twenty four movie, a horror movie that I've seen, I ask two questions. One, why is this so good? Two, why does nobody know this movie exists? Because like we we have like the witch. People are like, what? What's the witch? God damn it! And then we have like Green Room. I was like. Aside from you, I think I'm the only person who's seen it in theaters. I don't know. Like, uh. Green Room. That's a, another movie. I'm afraid to rewatch that movie because I don't want it to lessen in its perfection in my brain. <laughs> Is that on your list here? or? 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely yeah. going to be in my list. And then, but, uh, uh, I, I definitely need and want to rewatch it before I, uh, by the end of the year. So, Dude, Black Coat's Daughter. I'm telling you, man. Watch that. It's so good. I still, yeah, that one's, uh, we'll see. Anyway, yeah, we were getting sidetracked. My bad. That's my okay. bad. So we, the the beach scene stands out the most. We both agree Scott Johansson's pretty amazing in this. At She really does get to do something different, too, and gets to show such a wide range of skills here, whether it's the self-discovery stuff at the end or the silently terrifying stuff in the beginning yeah i i'm i'm right there with you like her performance is terrifying at times but she's not doing anything she's not overreacting or making loud noises or making ugly faces like she just embodies this character that, that so... appears like soulless or mm-hmm. like just almost like a robot like just yeah devoid of any compassion or yeah 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 that's a bad yeah yeah like devoid of any compassion or care for anything it god it's it and like and i mean the way she just turns it off and on like i said like when she's you know she's very charming when she's with the 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 guys but then like those moments when she she's on her own it's just it's it's like a different person you know is there anything subtle that really caught your eye here that you don't want people to miss out on with this movie? The movie's not very subtle. There's... I would one one I thought. I mean, it's not yeah, like not super subtle, but like the like even the way she walks changes. Like in in the black rooms, like uh, yeah, she'll kind of have like that seductress sway when she's mm-hmm. that when they're following her, and then when she turns around, it's just like this very uptight and just almost like. I'm not gonna say professional, but just very like state, like just I don't know, like just this is a like I don't know if you can call it an emotionless stride, but it just it's devoid of any like. Well, I love the way she walks as she pulls them in, and then the instant they're under, she just like yeah, okay, it's like completely move on diff- to the next one. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah, it's like that big that that change where it's just like she's she she's totally she just has them hook line and sinker. Mm-hmm. And then just, just like, I'm done. I'm done. This is over. Yeah. So it, it sounds like you did enjoy this movie quite a bit overall. Um, I gave it, the, I gave it three and a half out of five. Like I'm, I'm not sure. Like I've been thinking about it. Like I'm, I mean, I'm still not sure if I want to give it a four or not. Like it's right there. If it is, mm-hmm. um, I might need to give it another rewatch to be, or another watch just to be sure. So what, what was holding the movie back for you then? Uh, like I said, the second half just didn't live up to the first half, in my opinion. It was it was far from bad, uh-huh. but it's like that that first half is like four and a half five star the entire uh-huh. way through, and the bottom half is, or the back half is more like three three and a half, and I think mm, that's what okay. dragged it down a little bit. It's again, it's far from terrible. There's not a scene in this movie I thought was out of place or. Like, I mean, it is a it is a jarring change of pace to things. Yeah, but and I, I think that it, it all culminates in. I think what really wins that back half over for me though is that it culminates in a moment of terror and awfulness that is actually real. You know, like yeah, it's not this sci fi fantasy anymore. It's, it's like this is this is everyday really, life yeah. of a, being a woman. Yeah, and um, I, yeah, we could add this movie to the. The double feature of Black Swan and Unsane, you can add this movie to the, <laughs> the, the, 
the the, the female experience trilogy of um, <laughs> the the decade of awful things that happen in horror movies um yeah and then the other thing it's like i just the stuff with the biker like i i just i felt like that was tacked on like i didn't need that i think yeah the biker always got me um like it just i i've it raised the state i don't know i was always sucked into the tension of him trying to them trying to find her i think i to, to me, it was like it was like a lot of this movie is kind of left open to interpretation in a sense. Like you could see one thing one way, one thing another way. The biker is just like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, like he, that I was mean, my reaction. I, like every time it's like, dude, I don't like what the fuck are you doing here? Like, the, I think that actually is a big element of the movie that you're missing out on. I mean, they're I, credited as the bad man is their uh credit maybe in the movie. yeah with your explanation and, maybe maybe it's not as like, i mean yeah i, might, I mean they're I'm, the stuff they're the, the patriarchy just suffocating women uh is what's going on there. well no no not, no i got that but i just i didn't get like that he was in control i just couldn't yeah i didn't see that so maybe with that yeah. if i go back with that in my headspace maybe it would it would be more more understandable just more uh Easier to enjoy, I guess, yeah. those parts. No, the movie does, the back half does lean on that for the tension. It, like, because it, every time it cuts back to them, it's after we've gone away from her finding this more domesticated life. And her, her, her journey is a lot, it's, it's, is downright peaceful compared to the beginning of the movie. And I could see where that is a little jarring, though, going on with the back half of the movie. Where in the first half, it kind of fits with like this, like, what's going on? What are these guys up to narrative? In the second half, it's there to just remind you, we're still looking for this girl. There is this threat out there. And if that threat was never there for you in the beginning, I, I could see yeah. why it didn't Because to me, well it seemed more like he half. was just supporting her. Like, yeah. at least, yeah. And the, but that was, yeah. A great little bit that I don't want peaceful to miss and that I forgot about. I love, like, it's like the first, it's one of the first shots of the movie when, uh, when it's looking up into the sky and you see the lights of the alien ships or something leaving. I always, I've always forget about that shot. And every time I see the movie, I'm like, oh yeah, there, there's more of them out there. There's, there's, they've got multiple aliens walking around picking these guys off for whatever Most, reason. maybe one of them is like an adonis who knows yeah. <laughs> you got anything else about under the skin you want to share i think like even even these small complaints i've had like this is this is definitely a movie worth watching like mm-hmm. even there's if you're not, not even, a, there's yeah. not a lot of movie there's nothing like this yeah <laughs> and it's also like her scarlett johansson's performance is just so so ridiculous it's it's not quite Natalie Portman Black Swan. Uh-huh. But it is it is crazy. And I mean also like the the black the black room stuff is like it that's just such a really cool like artistic way of like displaying this incredible probably incredibly graphic violence mm-hmm. with with like you know it's just these men you know losing themselves in lust. Yeah. Go, I agree. Go watch Under the Skin. I'm super high on this one. This is going to be very high up on my list, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, it's a great movie that no, nowhere near enough people have seen. Just like all of A24's horror movies. Yeah, go watch A24 movies. They're <laughs> great, guys. 
that'll do it for this episode of the decade's best you can find us at middleofrow.com you can find me wherever you can find at zach oldenberg and you can find ben where at the grigsby bear on uh, twitter and letterboxd uh, and you can find me on middle of the row too thanks for listening uh remember the best seats are in the middle of the road.